the bridge. Hello, everyone, and a happy Tuesday evening to you. I don't know if you're ready for this or prepared for it mentally, but this is a very big show today here on the 8160 on your radio dial at 90.9 The Bridge. Every Tuesday night, we get to hang out and talk about Kansas City music at six o'clock here on the show. My name is Chris Segarian, and this is a big show. We're seven years into the show, and on the very first show, I played music from one of my favorite bands of all time that really started me off listening to local music here in Kansas City. And that band is Frog Pond. And they were making music from 1993 to 2000. And they are back. They have a brand new record coming out this Friday. They have a show coming up on in two Saturdays, the Saturday after Thanksgiving at the record bar. And we're joined today by a special guest, lead singer of Frog Pond, Heidi Phillips, who a long time ago, it was, uh, when would that have been? 2013. I explained to her that I've been a fanboy of Frog Pond and her for a very long time. And uh, she's joining us today. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Chris. How you doing? I'm great. Uh, thank you so much for doing this for us. And also sitting in the background silently is Sarah Bradshaw. She's pushing the buttons and uh, hopefully she'll say a few things during the show as well, too. But uh, thanks for tuning in this week to the show. It is a special show for me. I'm so excited to have Heidi Phillips here. Uh, How are you, Heidi? Are, Are you having a good time with this? Are you enjoying this? You've been interviewed recently by Tim Finn. There's a big pitch article coming out tomorrow. Last week, you were on Mark Manning. Today, you're here. New album about to hit. Big show. Does it does it feel like 1997? Kind of. Again, does it? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I feel good. I'm yeah, I'm really excited about the album and the show coming up. And I'm, I'm very happy to be here on your show with you today, Chris. So thanks for, so much for having me. But yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I've been, I'm um, flattered that people want to talk to me, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's been a long time, but it's music and the way people can connect with music makes you can forget really quickly that it's been, you know, like 25 years. Right. <laughs> when it seem like it, it's just so weird. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine what that feels like. And in my notes, I've written down a couple of things like, in t- on today's show, we're going to play music from this is sort of a this is your life, Heidi Phillips <laughs> yeah. show. And uh, we're going to start off with some music from Frog Pond from a cassette. I don't even know if it ever was pressed to CD, which yeah. is called 2%. Was it ever pressed to CD? No. Uh-uh. Well, there's a there's an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to start from that from 2% from 1994 and then kind of go through the career. 
but I was wondering, and I'll ask it later probably, but what it was like to record the different records as your guys' career escalated. But don't answer that now. But again, new record this Friday, big show, Saturday, November 27th at the Record Bar. New album is called Time Thief, aesthetically spelled as one word. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. I don't know. It's just how I wanted to see it. Just one of those things. I don't know. It bothered me as two words, so I just wanted it to be one word. <laughs> it's being put out by our friends over at Black Sight Records. You can pre-order your copy right now at Frog Pond's Bandcamp page, which I did a very long time ago, and I'm very excited to get it in the mail someday. I realized that Adele and Taylor Swift have destroyed the That's vinyl, uh, <laughs> the vinyl industry for a while, but uh, I will wait happily uh, and excitingly by the door. Until my male person delivers it to listen to. (laughs) I have to say it. So when this show started seven years ago, I had this really uh, selfish thing I did. And so there was another podcaster, Brooklyn Vegan. And every week on his show, he played a song by Slater Kenny until Slater Kenny reunited. And I was like, I had heard that and I liked his podcast. I'm like, I'm going to steal that. And I'm going to do that on the 8160 when we launch here on the bridge. I'm going to play a Frog Pond song every day, every Tuesday until Frog Pond reunites. It worked. Well, no, don't say that. And then (laughs) so like eight or nine shows in, I'm like, I am a punk and this is selfish. And I shouldn't try to get a band to reunite just because somebody put a microphone in front of me and just because I love their music. Well, so I it, wish I could have made you happy and had done that. It's just like, it just couldn't work out. I remember we had a well, phone conversation about it even. I, I do remember that because it did get a little bit of buzz. Yeah. And then um, I remember seeing you play when I was at KU at the student union over in Lawrence, Kansas in like 1996. Yeah. And I, I, I was just a casual observer and really loved your music and was always excited when I got to see you play there or at the or the hurricane or something like that or the bottleneck mm-hmm. and um recently I, I just found the poster or the calendar from the bottleneck and you guys played a gig you're on the calendar that radiohead is on have you seen that no i'll have that's, to send it to awesome. you yeah absolutely. so like, like the month snapshot calendar of when radiohead played at the bottleneck you're on there right below that and you guys were playing there you played like twice in one week. And once uh, you opened for the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, cool. At the bottleneck? Yeah, the bottleneck. Um, a long time ago. Oh, cool. But um, I just thought it was fun. That's yeah, a fun poster. Yeah, I'll, I'll that. send that to you after the show. But um, so this week here on the show, we're going to play some music. We're going to talk to Heidi. We're going to do a seven questions, which we haven't done in like two years because of COVID. And we haven't really been in the studio we're all in our homes right now, still on Zoom. And um, I'm really excited for the show. And I know we have to play music because it is a, a radio station that <laughs> plays music. It's true. So when I was working on setting the show up, I wanted to play music from your catalog. And I wanted to start off from where it all started with Frog Pond from 1994, from your EP, which was called 2%. The mm-hmm. song we're going to play is called Emotional Slut. And this was recorded, engineered, produced in uh, Lawrence, Kansas at Red House mm-hmm. by the great Ed Rose. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know your history there, but if you want to say anything about the that first EP, if you remember it, and anything about Ed Rose, I'd love to hear it. Uh, well, I just really, it was a quick deal. I mean, I feel like it was like we went up there like three evenings or something. And, you know, it was our first real recording experience. So, I mean, he was great. He knew what to do and how to make us sound good. We were, I was pretty just like, amazed by the whole process because it was it just felt like my first real experience but um he just he made a sound really great i was like when i got the you know cassette tape i was like wow listen to us you know like our first real recording so he was just great to work with yeah moments like this is when i realize and i i i don't think ever, i don't think the casual listener can appreciate perhaps how important the role of a producer is and to talk about Ed Rose for a second, this all began with me for two bands, you okay. and the Appleseed cast. Oh, cool. Ed Rose did all of the early Appleseed cast records. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And Mayor Vitalis, Two Conversations, Low Level, Low Level Owl, Volume 1 and 2. On the stuff on the show, you know, he did the Blackbird Review. He did the Casket Lottery. He did the Get Up Kids, Ultimate Fake Book. Yeah. That's the importance of a producer when they constantly put out your favorite music, how, how awesome that is. Yeah, absolutely. So how long has it been since you think you played the song Emotional Slut that came out in 1994? I mean, it's been a while, but I better <laughs> probably pick up the guitar and play it now. But I, 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 yeah, I just never made it past the EP. I don't know why, but I always had fun playing it. I liked it. So when you guys play on Saturday night, November 27th at the record bar, to celebrate the brand new record time thief coming out how many songs will you play that aren't from time thief do you think a lot a lot You're in, yeah you guys are in for a ride yeah we have a whole a pretty long set list planned so yeah this is so exciting we've got a mix of songs from each album so it's radio so you can't see slut, but <laughs> oh that's okay i wouldn't have expected that when i when i sent the list to bacon uh your drummer she didn't know the song. Yeah, I don't so. know if you heard 2%. I don't, I'm like, I think I have a cassette tape around here somewhere. And I think I might have the songs on my computer because a friend like actually sent them to me. He's like, oh, I downloaded them. And it's, it's like, on YouTube. Uh, it's uploaded oh, it as one long, like 24 minute track. Oh, or something. okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's how I found it. I dug it up that way. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, cut it up for everyone here. So let's hear some music. I don't have no idea how long we're into the show. <laughs> the show's probably halfway over. But from Frog Pond from 1994, from the record 2%, here is Emotional Slut.
Cause I'm on the ground in the streets and my hands in my face Charleston, South Carolina band Sisto have a new album called Time in the Sun. Lead singer Justin Osborne wrote the songs after becoming a father and losing his own dad within a few months of each other. It's a personal and reflective record. We'll have a session with Sisto from Nashville coming up on the Next World Cafe. Tonight at 7 on 90.9, The Bridge. Wednesday, November 17th at the Truman, AEG presents An Evening with Goose. Goose. See you later. Alligator. Goose tickets are available at AXS.com and the Truman Box Office. Open Fridays, noon to four. Silence, you run and leave me with nothing but the wrong. Goose. Goose. November 17th at the Truman in support of the bridge. Support for 90.9 The Bridge comes from the University of Central Missouri. With 150 years of education for service, UCM prides themselves on student support, excellent academic programs, and innovative learning opportunities. UCM offers flexibility with courses in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. UCM lays the groundwork for graduates to make an impact with the hands-on experience needed for long-term success. More information about UCM and the power of opportunity in action is available at UCMO. Listener supported independent public radio. The place where Kansas City discovers music. 90.9, The Bridge. That was B from the record Count to Ten by Frog Pond. 
This is the 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge, and you're joining us for a very special week here on the show. It is Frog Pond Week. We're sitting down with Heidi Phillips, the lead singer of Frog Pond, and I'm so excited. We've already talked for way too long, and we're going to talk longer now. Thank you so much again for joining us, Heidi. What can you tell us about the recording process from Count to 10 from 1996? Oh, gosh. Okay, so that was a pretty quick experience. Uh, We went to Madison, Wisconsin, to Smart Studios with Art Alexakis, and we had planned to spend, well, like five days there. It was still going to be fast, but when we got there, it started raining, and the studio flooded, so the main recording room um, on the main level just, it was just underwater that I remember our, our friend and driver tour manager guy, John was in the basement, like the, up to his waist and water, just all these like awesome reel to reels were down there. I, I mean, I think like Nirvana Nevermind was down there. I mean, really important stuff, you know, so that kind of threw our whole experience for a loop, but we ended up recording in the upstairs space, which was like the overdub space. And, um, you know, we just banged it out and, I, it was a fast experience, but um, it was definitely memorable, you know, <laughs> after all that. So. So when, again, back to the importance of a producer, you, you said his name, Arlex, Art Alexakis. Mm-hmm. I've never pronounced his name that way. Um, uh, Art Alexakis. I've met, I guess yeah. I've mis- yeah, been mispronouncing it for a long time. <laughs> but the importance of a great producer, Art is the lead singer of Everclear. And the first three Everclear records are some of my favorite ever. Yeah. World of Noise, Sparkle and Fade, mm-hmm. and so much for the Afterglow. And I don't know what year it was. It's probably been like 10 years ago. But Everclear played at Power and Light. And somebody made the mistake of giving me a backstage pass. <laughs> and I went backstage and I talked to Art. And I've loved them for a long time. And I said to him at one point during our brief exchange, I asked him if he remembered Frog Pond mm-hmm. and being in the studio with you guys. And he paused and he like, whoa, like step, <laughs> like lean back from the table is like, that's like a, a, a you know, a memory from the past. And uh, it was a good memory for him. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to talk to him for a couple minutes about that whole process. And uh, I think, you know, when you drop those kinds of nuggets on somebody, it can send you back in a bit of a, a warp zone of time and thinking about that. But so when at, at this time, Frog Pond, you guys were on the, you were definitely hot rising, touring. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you were opening for the Goo Goo Dolls. Can you go back to that time and tell me some crazy tour story? Um, maybe a time when you opened up for one of your heroes or some crazy tour story from back in like the mid nineties. Well, when you when you say Goo Goo Dolls, I remember when we toured with them, we got we had the opportunity to play. You know, we did this amphitheater tour with them where we played the second stage most of the time. So it was like the Levi stage. Um, there was a few times that we got to play the main stage at these big amphitheaters when um, I think Fastball, like they went off to do something else. But we also got to play some like smaller clubs. So one time... I remember we were getting ready to open up for them and that we were up sound checking and the doors weren't open yet. And we, as soon as they opened the doors, just like hundreds of people just like rushed the stage. It was just like, I mean, I, that place probably held like 
5,000 people. I don't know, maybe not that, maybe three. I don't know, but it was just the craziest feeling to have like people rushing at you. And of course we weren't the Goo Goo Dolls, but they were still excited that we were up there on stage and uh, that was a fun experience. But is that the kind of story you mean? That's exactly the kind of story I mean. Those moments where, you know, it's like, you're questioning like how is this my life those moments yeah it was like whoa this was when do you get to experience this you know it was cool well jumping from 1996 to 1999 the song i did from safe ride home we're going to hear that song next and this song there's so much happening in this song if you're listening to it in a great pair of headphones and you turn it up there's this constant like warble of a keyboard in the background. And, you know, if it was a Taylor Swift song, I think the lyric, uh, remember what I said, it's the heart that matters would be on like a thousand things on Etsy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> if that was the case, but it's, it's such a great song, a great line from that song. And, uh, I'm not a fan or, uh, advocate of air drumming, <laughs> but I don't know how to listen to this song and not like, yeah. <laughs> bang, bang on my rearview mirror like it's a drum. And uh, but it's such a great song. I'm so excited that we get to play it with you in our studio today. Again, thank you so much for joining us, Heidi Phillips, on this week's episode of the 8160. We're going to play I Did. Do you want to say anything about that song? Um, that's I don't know. I keep saying, oh, that one's fun to play. That one's fun to play. But that's this one really is fun to play. It's fun to sing. And the warbling uh, keyboard in the background that just reminded me of the recording process. We use that, the Leslie speaker. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Like, nice. it just yes. turns. So that's that sound, but um, I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. Thanks for playing it. Great. Here is, I did from 1999 from frog pond from their album, safe ride.
Tuesday, February 22nd in the Harvest Bank Theater at the Midland. AEG presents Beach House. Available Friday at AXS.com. A Bridge listeners can access tickets Thursday at 10. Details at bridge909.org. Beach House. February 22nd at the Arvis Bank Theater at the Midland. In support of the bridge. Everything you hear on 90.9 The Bridge is made possible by member support. In fact, individual donations make up The Bridge's largest single source of funding. Your support keeps algorithms out of our playlist and commercials off of our airwaves. When you invest in 90.9 The Bridge, you decide what Kansas City sounds like. Donate now to become a member at bridge909.org. Hey guys, this is Katie Pruitt, and you're listening to Kansas City's 90.9 The Bridge. Celebrating 20 years of member-supported music discovery. with some brand new frog pond for you the song is called it's not over from their brand new record which is called time thief which comes out this friday you can buy your copy right now in advance pre-order your copy at Bandcamp for frog pond right now i pre-ordered mine a long time ago i'm very excited to get it it's the first new music from frog pond in over 25 years and we're so lucky today here on the 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge to be joined by the lead singer of Frog Pond, Heidi Phillips. Thank you for joining us today. Chris, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So very infrequently do I really dive into lyrics on this show, but 
I don't know how to not do this. So we just heard again the song It's Not Over from Frog Pond. The lyrics, when you wake up and you realize that you've been sleeping through your real life and you notice where the time goes, say it, it's not over. <laughs> is this is this why the band's back? Like this um, lyric feels like a realization of like, it was fun. It was a, a fun time of your life. Why not? Let's just do this. It's not over. Is that why? Is that what this song I mean, is? I think that the band coming back and having a new album just is a part of where I am in my life right now. So it definitely like fits right in there, but it also, it's, um, it's more about, you know, I think sometimes we live a life that we feel like people think the way we're supposed to live it. And we kind of let that guide our path sometimes. And that lyric is really about waking up and realizing that you've ended up maybe somewhere that isn't exactly where you feel like your true self. And then it's also just about when you realize it, don't waste time, like worrying about it, just get out there and go ahead and do what you're meant to do. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's not like it wasn't planned that way, but it makes complete sense that that's where I am now because it's where I feel like my truest self, if that makes sense. Right. Well, between those songs, we jumped 22 years from 1999 to 2021. And not to get into it for too long, but like a a brief timeline of how this happened with uh, the reboot with you and Justine and then bringing on new members, uh, our great friend Michelle Bacon on drums, who's been a part of so many different projects here in town, and also Kristen Thompson Conkright who's in the band Emmeline Twist and who's also been in a bunch of different projects over the years. What was that sort of timeline? If, if it has a, what did, does it go back to February, 2018? Yeah. I mean, it goes back to Billy Johnson's death and his celebration of life that we got together. Justine and I got together, you know, a bunch of his, his bands got together and played a celebration of life party and uh, so we got together with our friend Marty Robertson, who toured with us on the second record. And then King Crawford played drums in his place. King is a really good friend of Billy's and they shared practice space and he's a great drummer. So we got together and I think we played five songs and it was just so easy to play those songs again. And the energy was just so good that it kind of it was a bitter just like a. it's really unfortunate the way it began. But I think, you know, Billy would be happy where we are right now. But I mean, that started. He he would be elated. Yeah. uh, At this. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that started it. And, you know, we just, again, I just playing the songs so easy. I just kept kind of bugging Justine, like, we should do a whole show. And, you know, she was kind of hesitant. And then she had said something like, well, if we're going to do it, then why would we just do a show or something? And in my mind, I was like, Oh, okay. Then I started thinking, well, maybe she wants me to write new songs. Maybe I want to write new songs. Maybe I should start writing new front pond songs. And I'd kind of started doing that in secret. And I think it was probably maybe a year into it that I had like a decent amount of songs demoed um, for the record. Not hundred, not all of them written totally yet, but mostly like eight of them. And so I went to Justine and was like, hey, you, you want to do this? And got her to agree to it. And then Michelle Bacon, she had asked me to sing a song, a guest spot um, with the band that fell to earth. I sing 
the man that sold the world. And um, that was just so fun when I got up on stage. There was so many, such a great female presence up there that uh, that energy just hit me. And after the show, Michelle had said, I think it was after the show, hey, if you ever need a bass player or a drummer, I'm in. And so I was like, well, actually, I do. I have this project I'm working on. And I didn't tell her what it was. Um, she immediately was said agreed to play with me. And then I did the same thing to Kristen. And I knew that Kristen was primarily a bass player, but I knew that she had played guitar in Knife Crime at one point, and she knew how to play guitar. And I was just like, hey, do you want to play with me in this project? And I didn't tell her what it was either. And I was like, I want you to play guitar. And she was kind of like, well, guitar. But, and then she was like, well, if I'm playing guitar, who's playing bass? And <laughs> I was like, I think that clued her into maybe what was happening. But so I got them all on board and here we are. So it's really fun. So you didn't disappear from 2000 to now. You mm-hmm. had several different projects that you played over the years. And if we have time, we're going to hear from some of those. But so when you were writing... Over those years, were there times when you wrote a song and you're like, well, that sounds like a Frog Pond song, if that ever came back? Or was it just you were writing for that exact project, whether it be your own name or Abilene? So Abilene was my the first band I was in after Frog Pond broke up in 2000. I think we started in 2004. I think it was that long before I actually played again. Um, and I, I think my I wasn't writing... It's just weird. I think I was writing, trying to be branch out my creativity and write in different styles and write songs that were maybe a little more intellectually thought out, like lyrically and structurally. So it was a little less intuitive. Not saying that's a bad way, because I'm really proud of those albums as well, you know, and I feel like that was a good band. So I think my approach was different. So I feel like the difference between Frog Pond and say Abilene, um, definitely those were the most contrasting where Abilene, I took more intellectually and Frog Pond just came more intuitively. So when I went back to writing this Frog Pond album, I tried to go from a more intuitive approach, more playful approach. So the second single from the brand new record, Time Thief, which again comes out this Friday from Frog Pond, it's called Love Song. We're going to play that now. Would you like to share anything about that, that song? It's just a fun song about like power struggles and relationships, basically. And this was a newly written song? Yes. Cool. Here it is from Frog Pond. Again, the song is called Love Song. You can get it on your computer, buy a copy for yourself starting on this Friday, and then you can see them play it live, I imagine, on Saturday the 27th. At Record Bar, here is Frog Pond Love Song.
And that was brand new music from Frog Pond. The song is called Love Song. It's from their brand new record, which is called Time Thief, which comes out this Friday. I'm so excited about it. I've listened to this record so many times already, and it definitely one of my favorite records of 2021. And we're so thrilled to have special guest lead singer of Frog Pond joining us here this week on the 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge. Hello, Heidi Phillips. Thank you so much for stopping by and joining us via Zoom and hanging out with us this week here on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. And thanks for the record. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. How excited are you to have it out? I'm sure you've you've been talking about it now since over the summertime and here it is. And yeah, I'm really excited. It's finally here um, this week. So, I mean, it's, it's funny because nowadays you release the single, you know, before you release the album. And so we've got two singles and I just can't wait for everyone to hear the whole thing because I feel like um, it's important, you know, to know when you, it's, you just get a better picture of what it is when you can hear all the songs. So. Right. That's a nice segue. It's been a long time since we did this, but we do a, a segment called seven questions to get a better picture of the musician we're interviewing on the show and we haven't done it for so long because of COVID and we haven't been in the studio, but we're all hanging out on Zoom today. And I really wanted to jump in. So bringing back, resurrecting our seven questions because we're joined by special guest Heidi Phillips of Frog Pond talking about the brand new record out Friday. Big show coming up Saturday, November 27th at the Record Bar, along with the creepy jingles. We're going to do seven questions. I sent it to you last night, so you're not prepared at all. Nope. Because it was very late. <laughs> yep. I had a chance to read through them. Classic that, Chris form. I think you did that'll it work. on purpose. <laughs> not, not intentionally. I know. I'm just joking. Seven questions. Question number one. What's the first album you remember receiving as a child or buying with your own money, Heidi Phillips? So I that one I did think about. And I, I don't remember the first one I purchased. My first memory that really stands out is um and i don't know how i got it i guess my parents probably gave it to me or but it was queen another one bites the dust i had that a little 45 and i had this cute little like red record player that had like disco lights on the front you know it was just i just remember hearing that song and just i don't know it just it hit something in me like the way the guitar was and just the crispness of it so i remember that very much and then i think the full first full-length record i got was um Duran Duran is it called seven in the ragged tag is that a Duran Duran album is the one that looked like the map all over the front so I think my mom came home with like three records for me and my two sisters and we each got to pick which one we wanted and that's the one I picked so question number two what was your first concert or first local band you remember seeing first concert well probably my first concert was Jimmy Buffett. My dad was like the hugest Jimmy Buffett fan. I as for for local bands, why well, you know, I kind of came into the scene in Warrensburg. Um and I feel like honestly, I was in the first local band. So <laughs> I was in this band called Keely Zoo when I was 17. I was the drummer. And that's the first time I actually went to a club and I was playing a show and I don't remember who else was on that bill, of course, because I was excited about actually playing my own first show. So what was the band name? Keely, Keely Zoo. Zoo. Say it again. Keely Zoo. 
Keely Zoo. Uh huh. Can I have a recording? Is this, do recordings exi- exist of this band? Yeah, cassette tapes. I'll see if I can find one. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Question number three: What's your favorite film that has anything to do with music? Oh man, anything to do with music? Gosh, I don't. I don't know if this is my favorite, but. One that blew me away isn't too old. Whiplash. So good. Oh my gosh. Like I was just like, it just really showed like a musician's commitment and um, love and passion for what they do or what he did. I, that I'd never seen a movie that like really captured that so well. If you're just tuning in, you're very late and you miss a lot. We're sitting down with Heidi Phillips of the band Frog Pond. Thank goodness this week for here the on- internet. You can go back and listen. <laughs> yes. We're sitting down with Heidi Phillips of the band Frog Pond. It's a big week. New record coming out Friday. Big show coming out on two Saturdays, the 27th. I'm thrilled. This is Christmas morning for me. We've been hanging out with her and we're halfway through our seven questions segment, which we haven't done for two years on this show. Question number four. If you could hop on a van or tour bus with any current touring band, who would it be? That's so hard. Okay. So there's this band from the UK. It's an all girl band. I think they play, I don't know how you say it. It's like kind of a Latin style rock. They're called Los Bichos. Have you heard of them? I have not. I follow them on Instagram and right now they're like touring over in the UK and stuff and they just are playing all these festivals and they just look like they're having so much fun. And I'm like, what a great life. So, and and they're, they're really fun. Their music is really fun and interesting. You are the answer to this question for a lot of people, but question number five for you, what's a KC band or musician that's heavily impacted you? Well, that's hard because I have so many awesome and talented Casey musician friends that um, that would be a really hard one to answer. But gosh, I mean, can I name two of my own band members? Can I, yes, yes. You know I mean, Byron Human from Knife Crime. I he's a great songwriter. I have played Frog Pond. He we toured with TV Fifty. I remember OCG, Honorable Crispin Glover, and then now Knife Crime. I mean, talk about a, a talented musician. I mean, but there's so many great, I mean, gosh, Paul from Shiner, you know, produced our record. I mean, I could go on and on and on and talk about so many great musicians from Kansas City. So uh, it's too hard. Sure. Uh, question number six for Heidi Phillips. What song do you wish you would have written? <laughs> Dang, what song do I wish I would have written? I didn't look at this one close enough. I could think on that for hours. Oh, man. We always get a range of, of, of answers on this. Some people are uh, answer it with the money in mind, like what they'd make enough uh, residuals oh, yeah. off of forever. Or, you know, something yeah. from Dylan. Uh, it can go right. both ways. Yeah. I You know... I wasn't thinking about money, but I, I, you know, I love a great pop song. So uh, there's two, I don't know when I just look at a song, like I remember when outcast song, Hey Ya came out and I know that's really old, but I remember that. And I'm like, gosh, that's so unique and simple. But the, the melody of the, the chorus was just, just 
threw me off because it was something so different and so catchy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would love to have written that song, but when I think about writing another person's song, that's what kind of captures me. So like, that's just brilliant. I mean, there's so many brilliant songs out there, but. Question number seven for Heidi Phillips, complete this sentence without music. I would be. Boring. <laughs> Bored. Bored. This, that's a good one. Um, Again, we've been hanging out with Heidi Phillips of the band Frog Pond. They started off in 1993 making music. Then they played until 2000. She had a bunch of different projects between then and now. And Frog Pond has been rebooted. And I'm so excited. Brand new record this Friday. Big show in two Saturdays on the 27th over at Record Bar. You know, I, I know that. To, if you can tell us a little bit more about that show at Record Bar, obviously you have a brand new record to play music from. You have two full links and an EP that uh, goes back to 1994, which we heard from to kick off the show. Tell us a little bit about that show, what it's going to look like on Saturday, November 27th at Record Bar. Well, we have um, the Creepy Jingles opening up for us, so we're really excited about that. They're a great band, and I think they're going to be a great fit for us and, and our crowd. So that's exciting. And then, so we just have the one opener because we have gone back to the, the two previous albums plus songs off of the new one, Time Thief. And we've got, you know, a really good mix of from 1994 to, to now of songs that we're going to play. So we've been practicing really hard for it. We've kind of done things backwards in the fact that we wrote a whole new record. Then we went and recorded, we did play a house party and now we're playing a release show. So we feel like, I feel like we've done things a little bit backwards in that respect, but we're excited to play. And um, Paul Malnowski is going to do our sound. And so we're, you know, excited about that. And I don't know, it's just going to be really fun. Well, a few minutes ago, we talked about, the project that you had after Frog Pond that you started up in 20, uh, 2004, which was Abilene. We're going to hear the song Alley from Take It All Back from 2006 right now. You want to say anything about this song? Gosh, I haven't thought about that song in a while. Um, I don't know. It's I don't know. I think that song is could be a Frog Pond song if it was reworked. Like So I do think a lot of songs kind of like my songs, if they were like reworked, would definitely fit into Fog Pond. I think this is one. Well, let's hear it. Here's music from Abilene from 2006, a project that Heidi Phillips fronted in the break of Frog Pond. And now Frog Pond is back and we're so excited. Here's music from Abilene. <laughs> I can't 
from 2008, playing out under her own name, Heidi Phillips. That song is called Mercy from an EP, which is called Minutes, which is a great EP. Thank we've you. been hanging out with her. Yes, we've been hanging out with her all hour on this show here on the 8160. If you're just tuning in, you've missed a lot and you should head over to bridge909.org and find this and listen to it from our archive because it's been an amazing show. A show seven years in the making where on our very first show of the 8160, so many years ago, we played music from Frog Pond. Then we played a lot more music from Frog Pond over the next several shows. And here we are playing a whole show of music from Heidi Phillips, from her career, from Frog Pond in 1994 to the song we heard right there from 2008 from a, a project under her own name. And then we're going to wrap up with music from 2018 from Heidi Phillips and Danny Kraus, an amazing song called When I Die from a collection of music called Honest, I'm Fine. But before we get to that, in our last few seconds on the show, can't plug it enough. New record Friday, Time Thief. Big new show, Saturday, November 27th at Record Bar. Tell everyone why they should be there, Heidi. Well, I mean, because it's going to be fun is why. That's the main reason. Because it's been a long time since a, a, a proper Frog Pond show. That's you did the house show, which is captured in the video, which mm-hmm. is cool. You should check out the video. And uh, But I'm so excited for it. And it's one of those things like, I know you guys stopped playing, Frog Pond stopped playing in 2000. Did you know at that time in 2000 it was the last Frog Pond show? I, I don't, I don't yeah, remember if there yeah, was a... We had a few shows like booked, and but we knew that we were going to call it, you know, it was, it was rough, you know, but I just felt like at the time that's, that was the best choice for us. It, everything just got out of control and was... The thing to do, sadly. Well, here we are, new world, uh, new lineup. Also, you and, and Justine's back on the project, our good friend Michelle Bacon, and also Kristen on the project. So excited to see this come to life properly on stage at Record Bar on Saturday, November 27th. Excited to get my copy of the record whenever Adele and Taylor Swift allow me to get it. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for doing this for us. I'm so excited. And thank you, Sarah, for also joining us and pushing all the buttons. Next week on this show, we're going to be joined by Mark Manning. It'll be Mark Manning Day here on the 8160. Again, we're going to leave you with music from Heidi Phillips and Danny Krause. The song is called When I Die. Anything you'd like to say about this song before we part ways, Heidi Phillips? This is actually a really old song that I wrote. I wrote this one like... I feel like when I was like 17 in my bedroom or something like that. Really? Yeah. It just never ended up on anything. And this project seemed like the perfect project for it. So, yeah. I love the lyrics of this song so much. And it, it feels, it, it resonates with me, I think, uh, as a person who obsesses over music. It, it really hits home for me. And uh, cool. when Ask I die, me, maybe it was, I was, I think I was more like 18 or 19. I think I was out of, high school when i wrote it nice well that's exciting a nice little nugget for us to know here on the 8160 thanks again for joining us thanks for listening everybody
KTBG Warrensburg, Kansas City. Celebrating 20 years of being the place to discover music. Member supported 90.9.